Hello and welcome to episode four of The Narrow Gate. This is Orla, your host. I'm delighted to be with you again. In this episode, it will just be myself because I have been sick this week, so I will not be inviting any guests to the show. Hopefully next week or the week after, I will resume interviewing Christians. So I'm going to take this opportunity to explain what I mean by healing growth and transformation in the Christian life. The Christian life is a transformative life. It's meant to be anyway. If you meet Christians who say they're Christians and you have not seen any change in a good way in their life, you can be sure that they're probably not really following the gospel because it's impossible to follow God and not change. So, because the Bible is the truth, that's what we believe. And Jesus says, if you follow my commands, if you obey my commands, and then you will become a child of God, and you will enter into the kingdom of God. And so you will be changed, because you will no longer be in the, in the world, which is, to God, darkness. So, we're living in a dark world. We're not living in a light, beautiful world. We're living in a dark world. And so our goal as Christians is to be transformed into the light and learn to live in the world, but not of the world. <coughs> so I want to just, um, why do we need to be healed? This is the first question. Now, I know that seems funny, but I know some people don't think they need to be healed. That's quite bizarre for me. So I don't know what people think out there. I don't know how people are thinking about things. I have always believed in healing. I don't know why I always believed in healing. Um, I thought everybody did. But I remember one member of my family saying to me, after years of me being you know, on the healing journey and studying everything from spirituality to psychology, nursing, sociology, anthropology, all the things that would help me to understand humanity. So this person said to me, um, why do I need to be healed? I don't need to be healed. Now that took me back a bit because this person was probably in their 40s at this time. And I'm thinking, are you for real? <laughs> Do you really think you don't need to be healed? But as this person was not open to any dialogue, I didn't waste my time discussing why, because it wasn't a genuine question. This person didn't want to change. I would say that this person was in denial. And also this person was enjoying the life of the world. And so that's why a lot of people don't come. That's why they're not saved. That's why they don't come to church. That's why they don't come to God. Because they are enjoying the world. They enjoyed their sin, as they say. So I know I use the word sin a lot, but sin is, basically means they enjoy controlling others. They enjoy being dominant. They enjoy um, being mean to others. You know, if they're jealous, they don't like other people around. And they want to be on top, so they're arrogant, they are competitive, they're greedy, selfish. You know, they like that. So 
And, you know, I have discussed this with other people. Why would you like that? How could you enjoy that? Why would you not want to change? Well, the reason they don't want to change is because they're getting exactly what they want. They have people under them because they're controlling people. They're getting what they want all the time. They're usually mm, chasing money, materialism. They they like their money. They like their things. They like the holidays. They like the food. They like the clothes. Then they may be living immorally. They might like the lifestyle. Who knows what else they're into. So usually they like it. And that's the problem. They don't want to leave. So why... Where did this all come from? Why are we like this? Why is the human nature, uh, why are we like that? So again, back to the Bible, this comes from the fall of Adam in the Garden of Eden. So that's in the book of Genesis. I have added it to the newsletter in Genesis 3. This is when Eve, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden were told by God not to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. God says you can eat from any other tree in the garden, but not the one in the middle, not that tree. But Eve was tempted by the devil, the snake, and she ate the apple, and then she gave it to Adam. And from that time on, um, sin entered, shame in, entered into man. They became, um, they said, we are naked. We They hid from God and they were hiding because they were naked. And God said, how did you know you were naked? They knew they were naked because um, that's meant evil had entered in. They didn't know before because they were innocent. So it is because of the fall of Adam that we needed a savior. And that's why people have to be born again. Jesus is the savior. And when you come back to Jesus, he takes that sin from you, that shame and that guilt. And you are transformed back as the way we were in the Garden of Eden. So apart from that, if you are not saved, but for Christians who are, uh, we live in a fallen world. And before you were saved, some damage may have been done not just from the shame, but also from the world around you and what has happened, what happened to you by living in a fallen world. We need healing from that, Christians as well, because we have been damaged by the world, even though we're being transformed. There's a process. So once you're saved, that's it, you're forgiven. You're washed clean of your sin. You don't have that shame, deep shame, but you may have damage from the past. So we do need healing. And the healing is um, healing from what, you say? Healing from anxiety, inferiority, shame from maybe past mistakes, sadness, depression. When I say sadness, now, I sadness is an emotion and there's nothing wrong with that emotion. But some people have a sadness over them, which is almost like a, a depression. They're just sad. So um, not quite as deep as a depression, but there's a kind of an apathy about them. And, the, and I've seen it in people, and sometimes they're not even aware of it, but they're just sad. 
but they don't really know why. They need healing from that. A low self-esteem, healing from trauma, abandonment, rejection, abuse, emotional pain, feelings of unworthiness, self-loathing, perfectionism, healing from the effects of violence, domestic violence, um, any form of abuse, mental, emotional, physical, sexual, neglect. Um, there's also trauma from war, people living in war zones. Some people have grown up in a war zone. There's a lot of healing from that atmosphere. Growing up in countries that are very, <coughs> um, very controlling governments that can also have an oppressive uh, feeling on someone that might need healing from that also to find freedom. So there's many things that we need to be freed from and to be healed from. And that is what the Christian life's about. The Christian life's about um, being healed. <coughs> so how? How do we get healed? Well, looking at Romans 12, 1 to 2, it's another scripture in the New Testament. St. Paul is talking to the church to the believers, again, that we are living sacrifices. He said that we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. So, in the past, in the past we would have to bring an offering for our sin, and as an atonement for our sin. But since Jesus came, he, he was the lamb that took away the sin. So because of Jesus, we are a living sacrifice. We are that sacrifice. And so he wants us to be presentable and blameless, which means that we can come before God clean and pure and holy. And then the verse 2 says, And do not be conformed to this world, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So you will um, have your mind changed and as your mind change, changes through study of the word, of the Bible and prayer. I say prayer as well because sometimes God speaks through prayer, you know, directly into your situation. So prayer is um, extremely important part of the Christian journey and an extremely important part of healing. And other believers can also help you in the healing journey by talking with them and then praying for you and laying of hands as well sometimes helps with healing. So these are the things we have to do, renew our mind, renew our mind. That's why I'm having a podcast. That's why we're meant to go to church. <laughs> Because it takes years to change the mind over to the ways of God. When you go to church, they're actually just teaching you the Bible and getting that into your mind is a new way of thinking. And it's supposed to be every week, every week, even twice a week. Um, and as they say, line by line, precept by precept, you, it just goes through your mind. You meditate on the word of God and the more you meditate, the more you would change. It's the word. 
is the scripture itself that is actually transforming you. It transforms your mind because we are changed through our thinking. We even know that today. I've read blogs, went on YouTube, listened to people who aren't Christians, and they will say the same thing. Your mind, whatever you're thinking, happens. So, if you think pure thoughts, you'll have a pure life. It's, it's like that. It's simple enough. So the Bible is like the greatest psychology book ever. When you have the added dimension is that God's wisdom is in it. Okay, so the next thing then is that God's redemption. God's redemption, he has a redemption plan is for all of us to be sanctified and made holy and righteous and right so that's the goal. So the goal is to be purified, and purification is the healing process. And to be sanctified, made holy, is to come back to God and to be right with God. To be justified, which is to being made righteous in the sight of God, and that's the that is the that is the journey of transformation in the Christian life. In the future of these episodes and podcasts, um, I will show different ways to do it. Um, it's amazing how much there is to learn about healing, growth, and transformation. But I like to keep things really simple at the beginning so people are clear about where they're at themselves. Because the first way to heal is to know where you're at. I mean... That person I told you at the beginning from the family who said, "Why? what do I need healing for? Well, they didn't know. They thought that they were perfect. And so that's not a good place to start because we're not perfect. So we have to find some areas in our life that need work. For some people, it's obvious. It can be a physical thing and they're just desperate. They could have some very, you know, it could be very fatal. It could be cancer. It could be a mental illness, which is traumatizing them. It could be many things causing problems throughout their life. And that will bring them to God. Um, looking for healing, looking for physical healing, looking for their mind to be calm, whatever healing they need. That will sometimes bring people to God and they start there and they can get a healing. They can get healed of their mental illnesses. They can get healed of their um, cancer and physical illnesses also. But then um, what do you do if you don't have something like that? You see, and you're doing okay and your life is pretty good and you're happy. You have the good job, you ha you're married, it's like, maybe you're like that, one of those. It seems in life that everybody thinks that to be successful, this makes me laugh, like, but everybody thinks to be successful, you must be married, have kids, have a good job, nice house and a car. Now, to me, that's actually kind of limiting uh, our lives, really. There's nothing wrong with those things, but... You know, it's not the only thing in life that's going to bring you happiness, that package. 
But if you are the person who has found those things and you still don't feel right, then you might be saying to yourself, what's wrong that I don't have this happiness that I thought I'd have after getting all these wonderful things? And I feel ungrateful because I have a beautiful house and a beautiful husband or whatever. I'm not talking about me because I'm not married. But say you have all those things and you have children and you have everything and you just think, oh my God, I should be so grateful and I, and I feel awful. Uh, it's not because those things are not good that you have. It's just that there's another spiritual part of you that does still need healing. So the best thing we need to do is search our heart and start looking for where we need to improve, what needs to change. This doesn't take long. We only have to look around. So it's about self-awareness, self-examination, listening to what people say to us. If you're in a relationship and someone is continuously telling you something, we have to listen to that. If someone says, you're always angry all the time, and you just say, no, I'm not. You are. Like, you know... That's what happens with some people, like they have total denial of their problem. But if people who love you tell you things, it's worth listening to it. That's one way. Another way is to um, your reactions. I mean, this is also psychological work that people, uh, but as I said, the Bible is like a psychology book. You still have to do the work. Your reactions are important, how you react to different situations like that again, anger, but jealousy as well. What happens if you are with your friends and you just get that sense of jealousy when they have something wonderful? Are you not happy for your friend? Are you not happy? Do you not feel joy about their good news? That's worth looking at. Actually, that's when it that's a very deep um, area of healing because jealousy and envy are quite dark. Um, so they would be roots of bitterness that may need to be healed. And it is quite hard to get a root of bitterness out. It can go very deep. So um, you really only have to find areas one by one. And uh, <laughs> Sometimes I just say to people, uh, I just mind my own business because there's so much work to do in myself that I can't be thinking of what other people are doing all the time. Because when you pray, read the Bible, and look at your own life and self-examine on a daily basis, you'll have enough work there for a lifetime. And as the Bible tells us, don't judge others, just look at ourselves. So that's what we need to do is we need to look at ourselves and um not to be looking at others and their faults. Now, that doesn't mean that if they are dangerous or they are causing you problems in your life that you just ignore it. No, definitely. I definitely believe if someone is abusive, they're causing you anxiety or harm, then you have to protect yourself from that. But you, you need to forgive them and then come back to yourself and to work on yourself. So this is the growth part of um, the Christian journey. So that's all I'd like to say today. There's a, a lot I want to go through. I'll probably take different things and 
one week something different to look at. Um, but the main message of the Christian journey is that we're always going forward. We don't really go back into childhood wounds forever, you know, but they have to be dealt with if they come up. Um, but um, the message for the Christians to always move forward, yeah, um, with Christ and that if people are a hindrance to you, you have to move away from them. Um, the Proverbs say, there is a proverb, I'll put it in the newsletter, that says, do not be deceived, bad company corrupts good character. So that's another part of the journey. If you're serious about God, you have to get in the right company. That's why we recommend people go to church, go to a Bible study. Not everyone in church is going to be good. Not everyone in church is saved. A lot of broken people in church, but you will find a community of believers there and you will find some support from um, the leaders, um, and you will definitely grow by going there. You'll grow more by going there than not going there. So uh, so that's all I'd like to say today. As I said, I'm off sick, so I'm going to take it easy this week. And next week we will see uh, where it will take us. So thanks for listening and have a great week. God bless.